Power Plugs and Belief in Visionaries, welcome back. Just have a little short message before we get this party started. Uh, To my regular audio-only community, if you want to discover the relevance of what I'm about to say, you can always join us and find me on YouTube at the Belief Narrative Channel. If you do, please subscribe. So, I'll continue. When I started refilming uh, this season, I was using the original backgrounds and graphics and everything, and I kind of developed something a little new that I was going to spring on y'all a little later in this season. But since this month ends International Women's Month, I thought it would be more fitting to showcase a uh, chapter of the podcast that does that. It honors women. So that's what you're about to see shortly. I just thought I would explain why you're going to be seeing uh, the new new that I'm about to spring on y'all and then going back to the old. So consider this a sneak peek of what is to come and thinking about International Women's Month and the powerful sheroes that are on this show that just do the amazing things that they do. It reminds me of my mother who in the 60s during the civil rights movement, which was not that far long ago as people would like to pretend, she fought her own struggles, becoming the first black woman to work at a bank in the city that I was born and raised. And when I think about those societal restrictions that once were, It's mind boggling. So saying all that to say, thank you for joining me again on this journey and enjoy. And we are live. All right. Today, we have not only one, but two extraordinary special guests. It's that good double trouble. Both (laughs) leaders, community activists, certified life coaches in a plethora of areas, both with backgrounds in nursing, both mothers and co-owners of the nonprofit organization, I Am Queen geared towards enriching the lives of women through unity and encouragement to take charge of their lives, becoming champions of their own health, mind, body, and soul. We have my sisters, Ivory Darden and Leah Carter in the power with us today. How you living? Hi, everyone. Yes. Thank you for having us. It is wonderful having y'all, but let's go ahead and get plugged in. So we have been charged with two things. One, the responsibility of discovering our gift. And two, the responsibility of sharing that gift with the world. 
And right now, there's someone who's buried underneath the weight of a false narrative they believe about themselves, and they're going to see this, and they're going to know that I can relate to these two women's stories because they are from where I am at, and I'm not talking about a geographical location. I'm talking about a mindset, a set of circumstances, and they're going to know these two women have navigated themselves out of a place that I can't see my way out of. So... Ivory Darden, Leia Carter, this is your hour to amp the people up with the power of your story. Mm-hmm. Let's electrify them. Oh, yes. All right. <laughs> so knowing what you know now, what advice would you give the 18-year-old versions of yourselves? And would you be kind enough to give us a glimpse as to what was going on in those young women's lives? Ooh, let's see. Um, what would I tell? I would tell the 18-year-old me uh, to be authentic to self. Okay. Um, during that time frame at 18, I was already um, in my second semester for college. Um, I had already been experienced different trauma um, in life, um, being uh, molested and raped and things of that nature. And so I was searching for um, something. There was a void that was that was missing. Um, and so I began to, to put on different masks and I began to display a healed person, um, a independent young woman, um, assertiveness, but still under all of that was not being authentic to me. And so not being honest and real, um, not having even healed, not even knowing how to heal, just kind of going through the motions of, well, everyone has an expectation of me to be happy-go-lucky and to have my stuff together. And um, whether it's from home or it's from friends, It's like I'm deemed to be the strong one when internally I'm breaking down, like I'm I'm broken. I don't know how to like climb out of it. Um, Had not gone to any type of um, therapy or, um, you know, talked about it because, again, that era of what goes on at home stays at home. Um, So I had an outlet um, basically just through Leia. You know, to have that confidant to that you can talk and say, you know, pretty much anything and not have a sense of I'm being judged. And I was way left. OK. And and, and just way left in a lot of things. Um, but she was the go to. Um, but even in that, it's like I'm dumping and I'm saying or I'm acting a certain way and um, doing certain things that we both knew wasn't right. You know, but. She's almost like the voice of reasoning um, or just let me get it out. Right. Because I can't tell mom, you know, mom thinks everything's fine, you know, through her prayers and stuff. I I definitely believe it, it aided and it helped significantly. Um, But there still was some components that I needed to, to go through and to develop and, and just really heal. Um, And it's hard to heal when you don't say anything. 
Right. When, when you're you're not being authentic to the this still hurts, this still bothers me. Um, so for me, 18 year old ivory girl, just be authentic. Be authentic to to who you are. You deserve that part. Wow. That's <laughs> what do you even say? Um <laughs> good gracious. The power and the transparency to be brave enough to to share and then the connection between the two of you goes goes way back and beautiful beautiful <laughs> miss miss leia what would i tell my 18 year old self uh definitely i i was hard-headed <laughs> i was hard-headed um, I feel like now I've, you know, I've grown a little bit, but still, if I can be a little stubborn as well. Um, but yeah, I was hard-headed. Um, my mother, like, case in point, I we grew up having pets, um, and so all my life, you know, we take our pets to the to the vet, like, you know, good pet owners, and so uh, I wanted to be a veterinarian myself, my brother, I, just the two of us. He went on and went to Prairie View and Tuskegee, and he was is, is successful currently uh, in Las Vegas, your old stomping ground. Hey, um, <laughs> as a veterinarian, and so I was okay. I'm gonna do. I, we're gonna do the same thing. I'm gonna do the same thing, and so that we can have our own business together in the future was the plan. And my mother, when I was uh, in my senior year of high school, she was she suggested, well, why don't you try nursing? And I was, woman, how dare you try and deter me of my dreams? <laughs> and so, you know, I started off on my path. I'm going to do veterinary medicine. I um, fast forward to a biology, attempting a biology degree at uh, North Texas. But I was, I feel like maybe I was too sheltered, too churched um, and too sheltered in, you know, in that growing up stage of your high school and so when I got that taste of freedom baby baby (laughs) Um, I partied more than I should have studied and so I had to come back home and regroup Um, and hooked up with this one of course my ace boom and um, we started working at a juvenile treatment center uh, early 20s and you know getting cursed out by the 12 year olds she was like hey why don't we go into nursing and i could have just saved myself a lot of time effort stress money if i'd have just listened to my mother listen to mama (laughs) because here we are 16 15 16 years into nursing (laughs) wow yeah wow so let's let's hard-headed listen to your elders Listen to your elders. It's key. We think we knew. We, we think we knew and know everything. But so, for those who are listening, so far, please pick up the <laughs> gems that you are being given from these two wonderful women who are sharing their story with you. Be authentic to yourself, and also be open to listen to your elders. All right. These, this is okay. We uh uh-uh. uh let go down a whole nother uh-uh. Okay, we're gonna continue. <laughs> Can you tell us the story of how you discovered your gift? 
Hmm. So um, the gifts for me, so I, I feel like, you know, um, I have a plethora. God is really blessing me. So I have a plethora, plethora, plethora of, uh, of, <laughs> of gifts. Um, but one of my gifts was gifts, the gift of, um, I feel like, influence, right? Okay. And so for me, um, throughout my journey, I realized that um, when I speak, people listen. I can like pull you in. I can take you from here to there. I can lift you up. I can tear you down as well. You know, so for me, taking a second to step back, um, I remember um, in nursing school had a um, like a, an assignment that we had to do for a class. And in that assignment, it was talking about, um, for me, it was quality over versus quantity in regards mm. to people, right? Okay. And I remember I had just put it together. I'm very procrastinated paced person. I'm, I'm learning on that. God's working me on that. Um, but I had just put it together. But I, I realized for me, when I'm under pressure, I produce great things, right? Okay. Um, and so putting it together, threw it all together. I'm standing in front of this classroom, and I'm talking. And as I'm talking, I can remember my mom saying in my head, like. Oh, one day I really need to be a teacher. You need to be up here. You need to be grabbing people. You know, people will listen to you. Wow. And so I hear her in my voice. I'm, I'm speaking from my paper and I can just see everyone like on my every word. Wow. Like, tell me more. Yeah. Like, tell me. Now, I probably was maybe like the sixth, seventh or tenth person that went up. So okay. I was able to observe how everyone else responds to other people. But when I stood up there to say something, it was just like I can I can grab the attention. And I was like, man, so I can I felt like at the end of my my assignment presentation, presentation they were on board with what I felt. And to get a group of people to believe in what I'm saying just showed me like. There's there's leadership in that. And you have to be careful about what you say and what you're doing because mm. you have the the gift to either take them to the right or take them to the left. Um, and so from there, just growing and just being and getting older, um, I'm realizing just that power of influence and having to remember to be very cautious with it Yeah, um, because I don't want to deter anybody right. but i know that when i speak in my opinion can really alter someone's mindset um so for me it was just trying to figure out that trying to learn how to work with that um and realizing the significance of it because each gift that we have holds very high importance um and, but we don't think of it like that oh i just know how to do that but you know how to do that for a reason. Correct. And finding what that reason, with that gift and that purpose, oh man, it's a it's a wrap after that. Yeah. So for me, it was it was the gift of influence. And and uh, how old were you when you gave that presentation in that pivotal moment? 
Hmm, I would say maybe not about because it was in 26, no, 2006, 06. So maybe 25. Okay. Okay. Maybe there's 25. something. And, and as I've done these interviews with other people, there's something about that age right mm -hmm. around in there where a lot of people's light switch really comes on. Right. Uh, wow. Right. Powerful, powerful, powerful. Um, I, I'm saving all this till after I hear both of y'all. <laughs> I, I would say that um, for at that age, since um, you know we both had not finished uh, college and we were you know working in the jobs, and and maybe well at least for me I'll say for me, observing some other folks that we maybe went to high school with who had actually completed the course, you know, of school and got those degrees and now they're in a profession. And then like, you see them, they're like, Oh, we're traveling. And we're both like, <laughs> we need to do something else. Cause it's, yeah, we're, we're, we don't feel fulfilled. Right. So I, I feel like maybe at that, that age was when we were like, okay, girl, like let's, let's do something. Let's do something for real. Follow something all the way through. But for me, uh, rec realizing my purpose, um, I'd say it's my gift is that I'm personable. Okay. Um, I can recall a story um, when I was, I don't know, maybe my daughter's age, like seven, eight. My mother was finishing up her um, master's at UTSA. And so myself and my brother, we have to go with mom. Uh, during her class. And, you know, thank God for the times we were in, we weren't in any trouble because while she's in the classroom, we are roaming about the campus. <laughs> and my brother's four years older than I am, but I'm the one out there like, hey, hi, no, just talking, talking to random people. Yeah. <laughs> so then when my mom gets out of class, you know, she's running around looking for us and I'm sitting there having a conversation with one of the professors and he was like, you got to keep an eye on this one right here. She's going to be. And so I feel like, you know, that, that uh, being personable, my, um, my mother uh, was a kindergarten teacher uh, okay. all of my life. And in the school that she worked at, she, um, she was, you know, well known. She'd been there for so long, but she would, have a real or find those real good relationships with like the maintenance guy, the cafeteria worker, uh, the housekeeping. And, you know, I've taken a little bit of that and jobs that I've been at. I, you know, I, I like to, I like to be real with those that I feel or deem have that real persona, you know, that real right. down to earth right. uh, level of being the administration. Like you can miss me with all that. <laughs> I like to hang out with people that are, you know, who they get you back, that let you know, you know, alert you of something. So, um, you know, just that being that personable quality, I feel is uh, something that I've developed. I've had experience with observing and is a part of me. Being, ob okay, so, all right. <laughs> <sighs> There's so much here. 
There's so much here. So the power of influence and the ability to connect with people on multiple levels. So I, I sat here and I listened to you, Leah, say that you were able to connect and relate to the professor. You were equally able to connect with the janitor and you deem them both equal, both the same in their own lane, in their own way. And that is a beautiful thing. The power of influence um, is something that I talk about a lot um, because the power of influence is stronger than the power of suggestion. I will give you an example from my Las Vegas days. Um, I don't drink, never have, because I've seen too much. <laughs> and so I was like the designated driver. And so um, my power of influence is greater than the power of suggestion in this manner. So if you are somebody who I'm going to be babysitting, um, me being able to get your keys from you is going to work greater when you're under the power of my influence and good reason than the power of influence of alcohol. Because the power of influence, once you're under the influence of something, it's going to have more power than the power of suggestion. Wow. So, yes, that is a superpower that can be used both ways. So the fact that you're saying you recognize that power and that strength early on and the responsibility to be careful with it. Wow. The power of being able to connect and relate to everybody. <sighs> wow. Because you open up the doors to people feeling safe and able to, to relate to you because they know that you care about me just as much as you care about somebody with a title. And our titles may be different. When you put those two things together, come on now. Come on. So moving on. <laughs> Who did you and, and tell the story of how you recognize that you have a responsibility to share your gifts with the world. Hmm. I would say and when was it when do you recognize that you had a responsibility to share your gift with the world? Yeah, can you tell us the story yes. of how that occurred? Um so mine would go back to uh work being in a work environment yeah. and um knowing that I can share a situation, um, an opinion, um, maybe a, a portion of my journey with someone. 
and watching that person kind of be in awe to say, like, really, Ivory? I never knew that. Like, you or, you know, oh, my gosh. Or they may even be in tears, right? And so that began to allow for me to realize the power of sharing. There's something very powerful when we share our testimony, when we share what we've been through. Because by the grace of God, I feel like we don't look like what we've been through. Right. You can come and be like, oh, you're well put together. You're this, you're that. Oh, but you ain't opened the book. Or I haven't even allowed for you entrance into the book. So we just, we get a false assumption of people based on the outside of what the book looks like. Mm-hmm. But in sharing, I realize there is reason as to maybe why I've gone through and I've been through what I've been through. But I realized that it wasn't just for me. Like it, it's not just for me. I'm not going through this just so I can say I've gone through this. I feel like I'm going through the things that I've gone through and I'm still continuing to go through things for someone else. And if I don't share that and I don't allow for people to have entrance to open up the book, then it's like I'm not doing or fulfilling part of my purpose because I feel like our, our, our purpose is to really help women. Um, and it's, it's becoming the best version of yourself, of course, but also there's a lot of walls and a lot of relationships that are tainted and feelings that are overflowing and bubbling. And we don't have a common ground to want to talk about it because you have that thought process of, I don't want nobody in my business. But when right. you realize that your business is not really for you, right? it changes the mindset to be like, I don't care who knows. It don't even matter anymore because your opinion is not of importance to me. Like as long as I feel God keeps giving me that stamp of approval to say, well done, Ivory, keep going. That's who I'm looking for to say, okay, how do you feel about that? Did I do that? Okay, great. But just regular people um, that I interact with or we meet or we know that opinion doesn't matter because I'm not doing this for them. Right. Um, So I believe definitely just as the journey for me began to just keep going and going and then getting closer and closer to creating I Am Queen, not even knowing that that was going to come. I just realized that there, when I share and when I talk, I can change someone's life. I can give them hope. Right. Um, and to me, man, if someone was shared to me or someone gave to me at the 18 year old Ivory to let me know you ain't the only one who's been this. Oh, let me share. Let me explain to you what I've been through, so I could have had some hope to know that. Oh, I can come out of this. I may not be healed, and I may not be right now, but look at this person. Um, so just in me sharing, I just learned that I, it, I have to tell everybody. I, I mean, yeah, open, honest, and transparent. I have to get it out. Have to tell because it's not just for me to go through it and no one know, like someone is going through something very similar. I said, we all have a lot of stories and a lot of them are similar, but they're still all different. They only have their own blueprint, but just as you can connect with me 
about, oh, okay, I was molested too, or oh, okay, I've had a rough time with that too. Then whatever I say after that is what I'm going to use with that influence to bring you up out of it. So was, for me, it was that. Was there a specific story that that hit you to where you're like, oh, I need to open up to this person because like you it just hit you and you're like, okay, I have um, a responsibility. I would say um, one of the stories was um, being at work, you know, um, and sitting with a good friend of mine in her office and stuff. And she was going through um, a, a situation just in life. Right. And again, everyone has this perception that the outer appearance is everything. Like you've never been through nothing. You've never had a hard time. Oh, because I know how to put my makeup on, right? Or I it know how to put together. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know how to, you know, smile when need or on command. Like, yeah, I know how to do all that. Again, with all the masks and stuff like that, like I've perfected it by this time. So, um, but she's going through something. And as I'm listening to her, um, she was still very hardened, you know, by the experience that she was feeling. Um, after I jumped in to be like, I understand why you feel that, that way, but let me go ahead and share with you this part. And in me sharing just my journey, very simple, simple to me, right? Because I've already gone through it. For you, right? yes, yes. yes. But very profound for her, right? Because in me sharing that gave her not only that hope, but it also allowed for her to see someone and to know this, your current is not your forever. It's just what you're going through. Right. Um, and of course, when we open up that emotional component, because she's walking around and she hasn't, you know, developed all her masks right, right? So she's right. still walking around, but she's trying to make it and everything's okay. But the moment that you have a, a quiet time, a one-on-one, -on -one, hey, well, let me, then it's like that emotional component just took over. She began to cry, you know, hugging her, but that was a release for her. Right. She had been holding on to that because it felt like, oh, I, you know, we have this hard shell and nothing, you know, and I got to keep pushing through. And I'm like, but there's nothing wrong. There's freedom that I've learned in being vulnerable. Feminine. Yeah. Being that. I hadn't learned that for a very long time. I have a very hard exterior. I designed myself in, in my skills and my mask and stuff to be very, very um, isolated from hurt, from mm -hmm. disappointment and things of that nature. So as I'm, I explained that to her and I'm just, and it was a simple story, very simple story, but it meant so much to her. It was literally the aha, I saw the little light bulb, you know, I felt the release. I, I saw the hope in her eyes. Like that particular moment allowed for me to realize again, like everything that you've been through, we always question, why me? Why, why am I going through all this? But when I actually sit back and I'm like, it's not even about me. Right. I'm going through this because there's someone else. And maybe how I am built and how I'm put together, I'm able to handle what I'm going through a whole lot better than someone else. Um, so for me, it was that moment at work. This is probably like 2000 and maybe about 17. 
Mm. And, and it really just hit to be like, this is it. Like everything else, the gift of influence and all the other things and the ability to create masks and use for good or bad, like all these things came almost to like a head that moment to be like, I, you have something here. Ooh, you don't see it. Now. You just look at the negative part of it. Oh, I just been through a lot. But look with that one story, which was very simple. Like, look what it created. Look what it kind of allowed for her to evolve into to be like, okay, I can go ahead. Man, I can do that. You right. Like, I can. And why am I? Yeah. Yeah. Now we can talk about all the rest of that you're feeling. But it was just based off of I listen, I share. And now, okay, let's let's formulate a solution to it. I'm not alone in this. Hmm. Here's Absolutely. somebody, which is the whole point of why we're doing this. So the whole point of this show is our struggles are not uncommon, hmm. but it's that isolation that makes us feel like we're the only one going through. And I can't, like I said, I can't see my way out of this. But then when they look at you, when they look at you, they see women who have overcome those obstacles that I have no answers for. But now I have hope because I see two people who have overcome and maintained a connection together. Hmm. You know, that cliche, stronger together. It's not, <laughs> that's real. It's real. Real. <laughs> Talk, Absolutely. you know, staying connected, coming up out of those shells. Uh, I'm going to listen. Myth <laughs> Leia. All right. Uh, so uh, let's see. Um, I'll just get started for with work. Okay. With work. I'm always, not always, I've been. I've had projections, I'll say that. People's projections upon me is like, oh, you're always mean. Why are you always, you know, are you mad? It's like, no, I'm not mad. But I've never walked around on, hey, guys, how you doing? I, that's that's not me, okay? I, right. I'm approachable, I feel. if, And I'll engage, again, if, if I'm sensing that you're a real individual. If I see some, like, sketchy behaviors and I'm going to keep my distance, keep my distance. I'll approach you when it's, you know, pertaining to what the task is. And after that, you go about your business and I'm going to go on about my business. Um, so I've, you know, done that and uh, for years and years. And after, you know, 15 years of nursing and then being in different departments and then observing, you know, more and more people in my department that I really don't really care to engage in, you know, so each day I'm going to work, I'm quiet. 10 to 12 hours, I'm interacting with very minimal people, maybe the housekeeper, but you know, they're only in my face for about five minutes. And then after that, I'm so the whole day, there's no conversation, there's no conversation at work, I get home and you know, exhausted, have no energy for the husband, no, barely energy for the children. So again, there's not a whole lot of conversation going on. So 365, 365, 365. 
I'm starting to lose myself. Um, women have, you know, a certain amount of words that we're supposed to be getting out in order for, for us to just be at, at peace, to be at a balance. And so uh, I'm, you know, starting to have just, I, I can't, I can't formulate my thoughts because I'm not using the power of my brain um, other than, you know, okay, drawing blood, starting an IV, you know, completing some orders, like, that's like muscle memory now that I've been right. doing it as long as I have. Um, but I'm not pushing. I'm not learning anything. I'm not giving to myself. I'm not giving to my family. I'm not giving to my community. So, you know, fast forward to the pandemic. I was pursuing uh, my nurse practitioner and um, I was at the point where I needed to secure lat- one more year, one more year to go, securing my clinical rotations. Right. But that was problematic. I secured one and then I wouldn't be able to secure secure one. So then the schooling, you know, it's a bigger gap and then another gap. And then um, just the influence of my friend here, she was like, yeah, we need to, uh, we need to do something else. Like, this is not it. I'm not happy. You're not happy. I'm just like, you're right, friend. (laughs) I'm totally miserable. Um, And so thank God for the pandemic. Uh, because it just helped me to stop and really reassess yeah. like the path for my life. I feel like had I obtained that nurse practitioner, it'd be another 20 years of misery. And people are like, oh, well, you could do, you know, like cos- cosmetics. And I'm just like, I don't, I can't knowingly, willingly inject poison into somebody's face. <laughs> like I just... Part. So I feel like this, us coming together, creating this women's nonprofit, recognizing that women, we needed a place to go to. Heck, I needed a place to start finding myself again, being able to find my voice. Your voice is so important. I'm going to do that. Um, (laughs) And so, you know, I've been able, like, I could just, I can just feel it. I know that when I um, initially started, we, we'd be asked to do some podcasts. Now you're like, oh, I don't know, because I was, it was still, still in the works, still in the works. Now things are good as yeah. I feel. So, you know, with time, with just realizing like there's, there's more, there's a calling on your life. There's more that you should be doing. And this platform, this organization is, allowing for us or allowing for me to do just that, you know, have that example for my children. Like, Oh yeah, my mom, yeah, she was a nurse. But after, you know, whatever, look like, Oh yeah, people know your mama, of course, because people knew my mother and I want to be known for something great. Not nobody cares. I'm a nurse. (laughs) I mean, in all actuality, people say, Oh, we thank you for it. Yeah. Okay. That's great. But aside from that, nobody cares. (laughs) I just want to (laughs) say, What I've observed just in this conversation and hearing both of you. So, um, Ivory, you talked about masks, right? And uh, being able to uh, appear one way, but really something else deeper is going on. Leia, I heard you say that someone tried to convince you to pursue something that was not fulfilling to you 
and suggested that you go into cosmetics. <laughs> Those two things just fired in my brain. I'm like, wow, the mask that people mm-hmm. wear in society and the image that is portrayed on the outer just to escape dealing with what's going on in the inner. It's it's mind-blowing what I just... And if power plugs, belief in visionaries, if y'all don't pick up on anything else, <laughs> pick up on what was just shared by these two powerful women. Um, another thing that I picked up on was that the pathway to finding your purpose and being able to utilize your gifts does not always come in a convenient season or wrapped in a convenient package. Right. It sounds like there was some struggle and some, <laughs> and some issues and some pressure and things that had to come to a head before, before you arrived. There's no timeline. <laughs> so, so for all of you out there who are struggling and you're like, at almost like at your wit's end, know that mm-hmm. that the sunrise and the sunset kind of look the same. Don't confuse one for the other because you may think that something's your end when really in the cycle of things, you need an end of something to give birth to something else. That's right. Absolutely. You all are okay. giving the people the gems today. And thank you. Um how did you make belief reality? Like when you all said, you know what? We're going to come up with I am queen. We feel that this is our purpose. And it was just an idea that was just talked about between the two of you. Right. How did you make belief reality? I would say um, put in action. Put in action behind that thought or that that belief right because once it comes out your mouth your mind you can say it with your mouth but you need the action to flow with it um because we can walk around all day and say oh we're going to do something but until you actually do it it's just you talking i have a real strong belief that actions speak louder than words so in in me believing that it's like okay because we kind of set on it for Man, I think that was like maybe April and we didn't do nothing or, or talk about it really to like, hey, to like December. That's true. And I'm just like, girl. Because then she's like, OK, I need you to sign this. And I'm like, what? What? Yeah. what? Oh, you got a website? Oh, my God. Facebook? Yeah, yeah. Like, I need you to be on there. I'm like, oh, oh, OK. Because I'm like, it was just set. Right. But it, it was something oh. for me that just it was a nudging. Right. Hmm. We talked about it. We expressed it. Don't even know really how it looked or what it was supposed to look like. Um, But um, again, I I do feel that um, a lot of people don't realize that everything that you've gone through in life along that journey, when you actually open up that book, there's also tools, there's help things for you. Um, And then for me, like every job that I've ever had Mm -hmm. allow for me to develop, create, and put out a lot of I am queen stuff. Um, but we stop it. Oh, I don't do that anymore. I'm over here. But that's still a skill set. That's still something that obviously God wanted you to go through because you didn't know that she was going to use it 10, 15 years from now. 
but you still know how to do it. You're still good at it. You know, those become your little gifts that your your gifts will make room for you. Like those become your gifts, but we don't look at it like that. We look at it's just a time period. That's what I used to do. But she was doing it for a reason. And how can you incorporate what you've learned into what your purpose is? Because it all like connects. Um, and so action for me. Um, and then I think when it comes down to it, um, there has to be an internal like, yeah, belief, um, wanting like the it was a yearningness for me, like trying to put it off and be like, we're just going to wait. But it's like, I can't stop dreaming about it. I can't stop thinking about it. I'm like, man, it's like all these visions, all these different thoughts. Like, okay, what are you trying to tell me, God? Oh, because I'm trying to do it on my timing. Like, oh, okay, well, you know, it'll happen, you know, but it's like, no, you get that nudge, that push that it's constantly in your face. I'm like, to me, that let me know that this is of something that's real important because it's not just the talk, right. but it starts to like consume like my, my desire, my, my, my thought process, yeah, what I'm talking about. Yeah. Like <laughs> I'm all like, Hey, and what about, and Hey, and I'm like, okay, something has to get done. And I felt like when December came, it was like now or never, now or never, we got to get it done. Now yeah. we, can, we can roll together and we can make it all happen. Cause I feel like that's the way it's supposed to be, but it's so much in me that even if you decide not to, I have to keep going. I have to do it because right. I cannot not stop thinking about it. Like I cannot, um, man, this visions in themselves, man, realizing that I am a visionary, um, mm. and how that looks. Um, and so it's like, I can't, I can't shut my mind off. Um, and then like the different downloads, like it, was, it got to the point, it was overwhelming. Like I felt like God's like, okay, I know you stubborn, Ivory. And I know you feel like you want to do things when you want to do things. Peace of a pie. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like I'm going to keep doing this until you feel uncomfortable mm. enough to put the action behind it. That's right. So yeah, that's what I feel. That uncomfortability. Huh. That's the other thing. Ivory's like, okay, girl. And I'm like, oh, okay, I need to quit. I need to scale back on this full-time work because every day I go in, I'm just like, this is my face. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll be right there. Hi, I'm Leah. How can I help you? What do you need? And I'm just like, and that's not. It's not <laughs> you. Nobody comes to the hospital to have a nurse looking like that. Yeah, but I, I don't want to be here. Granted, I still have responsibilities, but I still don't want to be here. And now I'm at the point where it's like, I'd rather be broke. Okay. I'd rather be broke than continue to exert all this time and energy and brain power to people that, child, they could care less. The power. Do me. The power (laughs) in that. Literally. I'd rather be broke. That pushing, and and okay, I'm I'm gonna go back to a conversation that we had, Ivory, about what you call your life coaching, the uh the doula. Oh yes, right. Yes, 
let's talk about let's talk about the analogy of what it was. So you never know when you share how that's going to affect somebody in that moment. We had the conversation about you saying, I don't want to be called a life coach. I want to be called uh, a what? Transmortification doula. Woo! Right in that, right in that moment, because I was like, I don't want to be called a life coach. I want to be called an empowerment strategist. Mm. But at that time, what you didn't know was I was towards the end of where you were just talking about, Leia. I was still at my job, my just over broke, right? <laughs> and, um, <sighs> and uh, you know, very, very, very uncomfortable, very uncomfortable, yeah. which is a great thing. People, if you're listening, uh, it's a wonderful thing to be uncomfortable because then that's when movement occurs. You talked about a doula and doulas assist women into the birthing process. Mm -hmm. In that moment, I was in that uncomfortable, I'm ready to get out of this womb and into this world that I know I belong in because I, I can't fit. The inner being cannot fit in this mold anymore. In this mode anymore. And I'd rather go into the unknown, right? I'd rather be broke than to do this anymore because I, I it doesn't fit. Something's gonna break. <laughs> right. And you can't be afraid or allowed <laughs> fear to stop you from doing just that. Like we're all out here I mean, literally, I jumped out of an airplane with no parachute mm -hmm. and I'm free falling. But guess what? I know. I know who has me. Right. And meeting people like yourselves who are on the same journey, you know, um, it's wonderful. It's wonderful how you all made belief reality. It's, it's wonderful. I want to hit on just a couple more things and I respect y'all's time. But um, one thing that you spoke about with masks and people who appear one way, but really inside they're they're hurting really inside. They're going through some things uh, as a parent. I can say a mistake that I made was thinking that just because uh, I'll just choose one of my children, just because one of my children was very well adjusted in school, great grades. Um, at that time, home life was not great because of everything that was going on, but you confused well adjustedness with people being okay. Because how is it that things can be the way that they are, but yet you get great grades and, and you seem well adjusted and, and this seems great? Well, then that child is okay. That's not the truth. Right. 
That's not the truth. Sometimes we hold on to certain things and appearances and we we put up walls to protect our face because we're unwilling to face what's going on on the inside. Um, as people who care about other people, and that's the, the reason why we do what it is that we do, we have to sit and know that the people that we're sent to help will not always show us who they are or where they hurt or why it is that they do what they do. But understanding that there's something going on behind what we see and we have to be still and notice what's going on behind the mask because there's people that you and I will walk past and think, oh, they're good. Right. They're the exact people who need what it is that we have to offer because our experience is there to help them. But you will never know unless you take the time to be observant. And I heard the words come out of both of your mouths. Um, powerful, powerful stuff, everybody. Um, I'll, next question. What? Uh, and this is, yeah, we're going to lighten it up a little bit. Um, <laughs> what, <laughs> what would you like to share with uh, the power plugs and the belief in visionaries, everybody who's watching uh, on what's on the horizon for I Am Queen and where they can find you both uh, locally and um, on an online platform? Oh, great. Well, so we are on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Um, we have a website and it's www.i-am-queen.org. Um, we do have an event that will be coming up at the end of the year, as well as some new things coming up for 2023. Um, we will keep everything posted as far as events on the website. So definitely take some time and check it out for some things that are upcoming. Um, one of the, the main things that we are trying to remain focused on is creating the transitional home um, right. where we want to be able to help the women transition, um, begin their journey on becoming the best version of themselves um, and not just telling you to go out here and be the best you, but also providing you with tools in order to do that. Um, we have five pillars that we definitely believe by. I, I, I honestly believe those was downloaded and for a specific reason. Um, and it's crazy because when you talk to other organizations and other people, those five pillars, which is mental health, self-growth, um, physical health, professional development, and financial literacy, those five pillars resonate with everybody. It don't matter who you are. It's not a specific class. It's not a specific color. Those five things are so broadly needed for women um, and, and even men, yes. you know, um, for everyone. Someone can walk away with something and learn something um, from them. So we definitely um, are trying to make sure that we go to the moon and Mars. Like we want to take it all the way out. Um, our team believes in us um, and we believe in us. Um, want to be the next red cross, you know, 
red, you know, who, whoever. FEMA, baby. FEMA, something. <laughs> right. When, when something is happening in the world, they're going to call I am queens. queens. Okay. We'll be able and to what does that. I am queen stand for for everybody? I, I have to ask this because <laughs> I love hearing it every time. We love saying it. Yes. So <laughs> I am queen means I am quickly underestimated but evolving nonstop. Yes, man. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Uh, I'm going to definitely uh, share the um, the different places that people can get in touch with you all. So grateful for you all being on the show. So grateful for you all being in the tribe, knowing you all has blessed uh, my life. Uh, mm. my wife's life oh, uh, and, well. and our daughter who, who's also <laughs> blessed by y'all you. you know we love y'all uh, power plugs belief in visionaries these are people to know these are people to know because they care they're real they are authentic they are out here changing the world Love you both. Thank you for being on the show. Yay. Everyone, stay connected. Check up on your people. Mm. And don't right. trust the mask. Right? right? Don't trust right. the mask. All right. Yes. It is once and again that we are leaving <laughs> us with a positive note that there are great people in the world doing great things. Get on board. All right. Take care. Join us. Yes. Women, join us. <laughs> right. Join. All right. Take care. Thank you. To change the narrative in your life, take the next step. Invest in yourself and book a life strategy coaching session with me at www beliefinteriordesign.com. Let's start the journey of making belief reality.